DJ here. I'm going to be starting up the Anime Otaku Show. Official episode one here in a few moments. Doing some stream monitoring here. Bear with me. You shouldn't hear it. Sounds fine to me. All right. Josh and Carrie will be on here in a few moments. Not exactly sure where they're at, but I'm sure they'll be on in a couple of moments. I'm going to do my social blasting here while I'm waiting for them. Hello. Hello. So I've been checking the Slack all day and I did not get your ping. I am so sorry. I call shenanigans. Ow. It was weird. Like you were just responded on Slack. I'm like, hey, certainly I could send this message right after she responded to something. And uh... <laughs> yeah, no, like I've been checking my because like uh, Josh and I were we're getting caught up on um, MMO Junkie because uh, Extra Life thing. And so I had my phone there because I was like, man, the show notes aren't up. That's weird. And God, what is wrong with my mic? Yeah, I just completely, I couldn't get it done today because I was working on, well, work. <clears throat> nope, frick, camera down. Man down, man down. Yeah, I mean, Josh saw it. Josh, is your mic right mic set? Because I think I'm coming over. Whose mic am I coming over? The fun parts of streaming after a event where you messed with your audio stuff. I think the uh, webcam was picking up actually because it looks like it was set to uh, webcam for microphone. Yeah, it does that sometimes. Yeah, that's a million times better. Um, so like Josh could tell you, I had my phone right next to me the entire time we were catching up. Mm -hmm. Sure. Totally believe you. No, I, it's, I understand. Um, the thing is with Slack is if you have, um, like some settings set where after a certain time, you just won't get notifications even if you're tagged that's you stupid them the next day you have to set that on your own because i have it set as a business rule to not send anybody messages after like i think it's nine o'clock their time okay um so you can you can go out and change that but as a business rule i'm like yeah i don't want anybody to get message after nine o'clock because when we're recording that's recording time and when we're not recording that is personal time yeah Facebook, why? 
because Facebook. Why what is Facebook doing? It's not, it keeps going and not responding. I think the add on that I have that fixes my stream or my timeline because Facebook does stupid things. It doesn't let a chronological order be the goddamn default anymore. Right. Or I'd get there at all. Right. Now, the, the thing that's really been pissing me off with Facebook lately is I'll see things that are actually relevant to my interest, go to click on them, and they disappear. Oh, that's fun. They just up and get removed from my feed because apparently Facebook somehow thinks, oh, you don't want to see this. Yeah, and it like, will refresh immediately sometimes. Like, as you're scrolling, like, you'd go to click something. It's like, oh, you want to refresh now, right? Yeah, I've had that happen more than once. Why computer? Because computer. All right, uh, give me some talking, guys. Now I'm looking at stream. Uh, now that I'm looking at audios, stuff and things and words and sentences. Look, I'm doing the thing you asked me for a half hour late. Yay! And 15 minutes into the show, again, I know. 12. 27 and a half. 13 hour boss fight. Exactly. See, you're you're getting it. The new king of shonen is here. No, Crunchyroll, no, it's not. No, no, it is not. New king of shouting, maybe. The dub isn't, like, like I said, and I'll say it on the, pretty much for the first time on air. Um, dub isn't terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. The anime, the animation's still bad though. So no amount of uh, <laughs> voice acting can uh, can help that. Yes, I'm gonna voice act the anime into being better. Yeah, it, it, it's again if the if the voices were good, like really, really, really good, I could probably escape excuse the really shitty studio Perio uh, animation, but they're not good enough to excuse that. Um, Josh, you do the post. Make sure you tag me in it, please. So it posts on my wall too, please. Yeah, no, I've, I haven't touched it yet. So, uh, you usually do. So please post. Please pick your post and also tag me in it, please. And Frank, you. If I can type, that'd be fantastic. That usually helps. Do, 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 do. 
Do, 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 do. Why am I low? Why am I low? I don't know. I have to be asked to be heard by audacity. Can I peek? Kai, 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 back in the box. That, that, that's like a mix of Kai and pride. <laughs> Are you saying that I have like three voices? <laughs> no, I'm saying that you had like, you had the, the growly of Kai and then pride's volume. Because <laughs> he's kind of shouty, but he's pride. He's supposed to be. Right. And right. he's also not Asta shouty. Yeah. All right, that's better. Ah, fist it. Whoa, hey now. Oh, oh, fix, not fist. One punch! All right. Uh, I think, I think, I think I'm good on my side. So I can go over to OBS. Remove the pre-show and pull up <laughs> Soundbird. Are you guys ready for this? Let's do it. I like that. I, I like. It. I like this one. All right, guys, going in three, two, one. You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net and to help support the network, head over to Patreon.com/geekio. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. Hold on. I'm doing this on purpose. Popping to record. Making sure that the uh, video is ca- captured too. <laughs> All right. Now for a lesson. Combat 1. Anime Attack of Show Yokosu. Good evening. Welcome to the Anime Attack of Show. You may have heard these words before, but I'll teach you what they really mean. Remember, we'll be discussing all episodes up to the ones we talked about tonight. Not because of Oda or Kimishi Nanada. So, yo, if you don't mind spoilers, welcome. to the anime otaku show whoa what again why is that playing again (laughs) because it goes with everything remember apparently i that never has done that that's really weird oh man so uh kombaba otaku of course is the anime otaku show this is an episode for realsies one um cj i didn't put any nicknames in here so i'm not gonna play this game tonight uh boat and joining me and of course into this magical journey that we call animus is josh mcgrath what up and carrie wilcox hello uh justin hey i realized in the intro of mmo junkie that it would have been real cool if guild letter sean would have had a mustache carol is out sick this week he'll be back next week we hope he feels better soon yeah indeed he got he got some kind of he got some kind of plague probably from watching another episode of uh freaking black clover <laughs> uh but thankfully we're not talking about that tonight hey josh what are we talking about tonight uh we're talking about other shows that are far superior 
at least in audio quality and visual quality. And just Josh doesn't have the notes open, does he? No, what are you talking about? I never stall. No, not at all. Stalling is for people who aren't professionals. Stalling and is for on the Geek.io show are totally professionals. That's not that's not on that other show. Uh tonight we're talking about still and deliciously so, Food Wars, the mm-hmm. third plate. Uh getting in a little bit of Ginny Tyson for all your animal brutality needs. And still one of my favorite shows so far this this season, Recovery of an MMO Junkie. Yes. All right. So we're going to start off first off with Food Wars, the third plate, episodes four and five of season three, Pride of the Lung, the Lung Yions. You heard me. And episode five, The Darkening Dinner Table. Oh, I've been waiting for that episode, as I'm sure. Oh. Man, that was that's how you handle an introduction to a character, by the way. <laughs> um, so episode four, uh, nailed it last last week. Um, the finalization of this little moon festival arc, and nobody wins because nobody wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, it's one of those. Well, we both won, so that means that none of us. Are winning yeah because we got a flashback about uh kuga making a promise to the first chair um about you know if he could place i forget what it is exactly but if he if he got amazing then he would actually be able to challenge the first chair again and uh neither one of them met their promise to the other to their senpais yeah and the great thing is is like technically you could say that Soma did meet his promise because Kuga just said you have to beat me at one thing. Yeah. And Kuga actually acknowledged it as beating yeah. him on that one day. And then Kuga's Soma like, was like, no. Kuga's like, all right, I guess I have to prepare for uh, Shokugeki. I'm okay with that. And, and Soma's like, yeah, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> it doesn't count. I'm I the protagonist. I have to get it right the first time. I like Soma in a lot of things. That uh, that one kind of like seriously, Soma. No, stop for a moment. Be okay. You be alright. Uh, <sighs> and then we got uh, second chair kind of inter- back introduced, uh, and the fact that she didn't have a a, a, a uh, booth at all and just ate everywhere. Yeah. Yet another case of the infamous anime girl black hole stomach. Yep. Well, at a culinary school, there's probably a few of those. I mean, like, the Shokugeki judges actually seem to be clearing all of their plates more often than not. Yeah, Uh, especially at the the competition last year. Like, they, uh, or last season like everybody finished all of their plates every time so well i mean you saw how those plates were making them feel you'd yeah. finish too uh we got bit, we got back to going uh the uh Eki route again uh we got a bit of, didn't really get too much of that in four but we got a bunch of it in five <laughs> yeah because Ugh. uh i mean four Drilly just bridged into five. Like this, this was this was the week to do these two together. Because <laughs> not a ton happened in four. The moon festival's over. Soma won one day and is not getting expelled. Shocker. 
I do like though how organically this uh basically how organically Totsky teaches making connections because yeah. that's kind of everything in the culinary world. Exactly. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. I mean it is partially what you know, but Yeah. I can't make an earnest quote otherwise. Though I teared up at the end of episode four. I am a sucker for Shonen and I am a sucker for the power of friendship and seeing freaking me, uh, meet Chan and freaking the Italians, the Aldinis and Mimasaka. Yes. And seeing them come up there and freaking uh, ditto uh, chef ditto. Um, and his perfecto tres. Yes. And seeing them come back. And I'm just like, I, I, I got a little misty. Like, I, I am a sucker for that, though. But that is one of the things that makes anime great is like, you know, in America, it's very much a do-it-yourself culture. And so you get the lone wolf protagonist soldiering through everything by themselves. And then Japanese society is so cooperative that all of their media teaches kids the value of friendship and cooperation. And you see everybody pull together and create this magic that can only happen with multiple people. Yeah. And just, Oh my God. I, I, it was, it was such a great way to end that arc was that perfect culmination of Soma uh, being a better Goku than Goku and actually making friends out of his rivals, as opposed to just them kind of being grudged along Mm -hmm begrudgingly and uh, eventually kidnapping his son uh, <laughs> right um by the way well, speaking of uh shonen and protagonists uh what do you think of vegeta as all might in the intro <laughs> i mean it's 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 a deep enough register yeah i listened to that scene in japanese i'm like hey you know maybe i'll make maybe i'll make josh happy and play the sub um in there but like man that freaking he is so good i mean to each their own i i just i love me some all might yeah me too they're a good one ha <laughs> um all mites are the good mites <laughs> uh so episode five uh we we get into the uh the upper area of the moon festival and see what's happening up there and with uh, Arena's uh, constant boner for show for Soma's dad. <laughs> well, I mean, have you seen the man? Yes. <laughs> Not to mention, you've seen her dad now. Yes. Who man? <laughs> and the douchebag of the season award goes to. Yep, it's like, hey, if you had any question of who se- who the antagonist of this season is, boo. Yeah, uh, manga readers have been waiting for this moment. The reveal was real good too. Like, just his character, just it, it flowed into the screen. It was fantastic. Like the the overwhelming presence of being. Yes, and just everybody just shaken to the core, except of course Soma. <laughs> I, I, I just love that too. He's just like you, you could hear the, the the wheel turning in his head, and it's like 
this guy looks like a real asshole. Yeah. I'm going to go say hi. Exactly. And it wasn't the, oh, I, oh, LOL. I'm not going to know who this guy is. LOL. No, that was purposeful. That was absolutely someone like, yeah, this girl who I have a obvious tons amounts of feelings for is looking like she's about to start crying. I'm going to go do something about this. Hi, how you doing? I'm Soma. Can I eat with you? I just I just gave her a a, a meat bun to sit here. What'd you pay? <laughs> um, and then of course the heel turn of the Elite Ten, kicking out uh, Roshi, uh, Chef Roshi for douchebag McGee. Not all of them did though. Like no. Ishiki voted against it. I'm pretty sure Kuga voted against it. Yeah, when they revealed the uh, the people who voted against it's. it's it's six of them. It was very obvious that it was there was the six of them. Um Ishiki, Arena, um, Kuga, and I think the cake one, the the lolly looking girl. Momo. I think she wasn't in that picture. Uh I barely remember people who are on screen a lot's names. I am not gonna remember a character who I've been introduced to once so far. <laughs> I only remember her because I am reading the manga, so I've I've been I've been exposed to the Elite Ten a little for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, though first chair, I love first chair. He is fantastic. <laughs> Mr. Neurotic. Yes. Come out. Hello. Is there a two colors in the photo? Okay, are you? <laughs> is the napkin the right color? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was amazing. That was a great reveal of his character too. Like. Well, I mean, I'm I'm sure all things considered, he gets yet douchier, but yeah, the, it, it, that's the one fact of those. That he's like also slightly human in his neurosis. That's the thing. Each of these characters, while the antagonists of the series so far, while they have been kind of douchey, especially in um, uh, Spice Has Bondo's case last season, um, like. They had, and this speaks volumes for the anime and the manga too. I'm sure there's a human element to them that just makes you okay with them because it's just a natural like. They're just they're not like evil Emperor Frieza where you are supposed to hate him because you are supposed to hate him. You are given reasons and very human reasons to dislike these people, but because they are human, it's not just all hate all the time. Exactly. And like, and that is, I've said time and time again, that is one of my least favorite tropes is the bad guys are bad because they are bad. Yeah. That's the one thing I'm digging uh, su- uh, Dragon Ball Super for right now. The bad guys are not bad guys right now. Yeah, they're just, you have to fight these people for your own survival. Yeah. Well, they're, they're not even the bad guys. They're the other universe's good guys. Exactly. Um, they are, everyone is there for the exact same reason. They don't want their universe exploded. Exactly. And, and that adds something that kind of gives, you know, other characters a chance to build. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Because uh, the last couple episodes of Super have been uh, something else, man. Um, I am super stoked to watch more Food Wars. And I cannot wait to talk to oh. you about it in two more weeks. <laughs> Also, speaking of, of Dragon Ball and Food Wars, technically, Soma isn't Goku. He's Gohan. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
He yeah. has a dad that just goes herring off wherever the fuck he wants and <laughs> leaves him in someone else's care. Piccolo yep. grandpa basically took him under his wing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. His, his dad is absolutely Goku. Just going off, adopting other kids and making them attached to him in the case of Arina. Like, yeah, absolutely. It is definitely, he is, he is definitely Gohan and that makes him better than being Goku. But <laughs> Most characters are better than Goku. Yeah. I said it. Fight no, me. No, you're not wrong. No. <laughs> I mean, Goku is, he he's the bridge, in my opinion. He, he's a necessary evil in those, because without him, it would it would be disjointed to all hell and back. He's not a good character. He's just needed. All right. So we. I still want to read the manga where Yamcha's the protagonist. It's real good. It's real good. Um, so we talk, we ready to talk about some aminals. Oh my. <laughs> Peta, you may want to switch off the stream. Oh. Well, you know, animal brutality jokes oh. and everything. Peta. <laughs> um, so, Judy Tyson, Zodiac War, everybody clap your hands. Episode four, The Enemy, A Noble Primate. And episode five, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, I was really expecting Monkey to die at episode four. You got attached to her hardcore. Eventually, though, they were going to have to break the pattern of the person who gets the flashbacks dying in that episode. Yeah, but I wasn't expecting it through this. Like, Sharyu, she... <laughs> like, watching her gain her monkey powers from real monkeys and let's be fair those guys designs were fantastic oh yeah because not only in looking through the three of them could you see the three states of matter yep solid liquid and gas mm -hmm. but they had the see no evil hear no evil and speak no evil motif going as well absolutely and it's like ah so good and i just like i like how shari is like yeah I can use this to stop people fighting. And they're like, uh, why didn't we think of that? We kind of embody that. Why didn't we do this before? <laughs> and they were too busy monkeying around. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, she is actually a waifu. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, she is. <laughs> Um, perfectly balancing this this character who you get the you get the feeling of obviously she can just decimate everything around her, but she has to fight these she has to make these sweets that are so delicate and she can't do anything about them and she calls them her real battles and that's so adorable. And her normal husband, who I'm sure is just a programmer or something, and he's, average salary man. He's just he's he is um. He's he, Joe Normal. He's Joe Normal, and just having him... He's a code monkey! No. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> bad. It's never a bad time for a Jonathan Colton reference. Um, yeah, it, it just... Watching that... Watching her be humanized was great, because she's the one that... Obviously, everybody's like, okay, what's going on with her? Uh, I do like how Rat was like, yeah, you sent her off to die... You know, with uh, with reference to chicken, with chicken, yeah, yeah. And then monkey's like, "What are you talking about?" And then rat's like, "Seriously, do you not understand what you did? You sent her to die." 
Though, uh, hey, Carrie. I was right. Horse ain't dead. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> Yay, horse, horse says Mondo not dead. Um, so you got that. Um, uh, Ram Ram is awesome. Yeah. Um, Ram Ram is worrying me. Yeah, yeah he, he said because I I love him, but he is raising so many death flags. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, he's not. He's not. He's, he's like practically doing semaphore over there with the death flags. Right. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not going to. He's not going to make it. <laughs> not for long. The thing is, is he doesn't know half the, he doesn't know what's going on with the rest of the world. So he's like, yeah, these people are still alive. And we're all thinking, oh, <laughs> you, you poor sweet man. Um, though, uh, hey, uh. Turns out Usagi can uh, manipulate birds too. Yeah, as long as they're dead. Yeah, still not question. Still not answering the fact if if he needs to kill them or if it's just his blade that needs to touch them or what. Well, they're they're probably you know closely guarding that reveal as to how it actually works because that's probably also key to how to stop it. Yeah. Which is going to be important for whoever's fighting him because yeah, well that man is obviously in. Eek physical condition. Right. You see every one of his te- muscles and tendons. That that's how you be a f- peak physical condition, Asta. You just have to show off your junk more and wear bunny ears. Please no. It's oh god, it's in my head now. <laughs> <clears throat> Necromantic is my magic. <clears throat> <sighs> Please no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I know any, <laughs> anybody who wants to be rabbit is going to need to figure out how to cancel the necromancy shit because it's never going to be a fair fight otherwise. No, and it's not like rabbit is a slouch either. Yeah, he's a he's a legit fighter, uh, turns out, um, though. I am interested to see how uh, rat actually fights against um, snake snake Zambi. Right. Um which apparently is still a ma- is still a threat because well they keep their abilities and we don't know what snake and dragon's abilities are yet. I'm really surprised that Rat allowed himself to get that dragged out though cuz obviously Rabbit was pulling him away and he just followed. Yeah. Like why didn't he turn around and go back? Exactly. Um I'm wondering if Monkey and Ox are going to end up fighting in the next episode. And I wonder if we're not going to get a uh, horse V rabbit and horse actually being able to handle him because horse was able to take every single thing that Ox threw at him and was still able to survive, including being thrown through walls. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's how we're going to get the reveal of how rabbits powers work. Because, possibility because he can't be pierced well it's very hard to pierce him um really looking forward to seeing what's up with tiger too like i'm pretty sure she's got some kind of drunken fist going on there most definitely that is, that is a 100 i would bank on that one i can guarantee like uh sheep slash ram however you want to talk about it, uh, is going to go up to her and be like, yeah, I'm just going to kill you now. And she's going to go, she's going to rip him in half. 
because yeah, I, I hope it's not that simple because I I really liked the fact that Ram was smart enough to not eat the jewel. Beard power. <laughs> the floof. He's pulling the wool over their eyes. All right, I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> also, the way he won his Junie Tyson. Holy crap. Yeah. They were on a In fucking space. station. Like, I want to know the story behind that one. <laughs> right? Because, like, um, um, Pig last year, Boar last year, and the last Junie Tyson, just ran away and eventually had to come back to Japan and then fight a couple people. Like, that's how he won. Sheep actually uh, <laughs> went to space about it. Yeah, it seems like that was their arena that time because it's it's like it's different every time. Yeah. And so, so their arena was just the space station. Yeah. So I watched episode one of this in the dub, by the way. <clears throat> and uh, it's not, again, with the recurring theme, it's not bad. I'm upset that... Um, Totally not cat loses the everybody clap your hands and just goes, everybody give yourselves a round of applause. Oh, not the same. And also they directly say in the dub, Oh, wow. They relocated this town of 50,000 people overnight. <laughs> Instead of the strong indication that they murdered 50,000 people overnight. Yeah. Uh, we did get the uh, the fact that this is pretty much a uh, just a betting game for uh, hyper rich people too. Mm-hmm. Well, I yep. mean, that's not yep. surprising. No, that was not a surprise. It was a reveal, not a surprise. And the fact that like the rest of the world doesn't know this is going on. Yeah, it's just people in power. Which, uh, yeah, a little bit of social commentary there, Junie Tyson. Right. We did get, um, we got the, uh, hey, we're almost halfway done with the season, so we have to give you guys a quick update on how everybody's doing. So, I mean, next episode of six, I believe, is just going to be the big fallout of what happened in five, which is sheep being real wrong about everybody. <laughs> he tried. He tried. Now he's going to be died. I don't know if he's out of the running just yet because he's very intelligent, clearly, and very calculating. Yeah, he might so, be able to outthink Tiger. Well, outact Tiger. I was gonna say he can definitely outthink her because she seems the type to not rely on thinking as much. Yeah, or at least not. In the same way that Sheep does. Exactly. And I mean, his whole plan right now is to, you know, form an alliance on Deceit. But he he's, he's clearly got contingency plans. He wouldn't go approaching these other highly dangerous warriors if he didn't have something in mind. He, he's he's kind of like old Sheep Batman. <laughs> Man, if we named this show, that would definitely be the name of it. Um, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, you're right with the death flags, though. Uh, grandkid got to raise, got to raise him. Uh, already won a Junie Tyson check. 
complete and total backstory check. Grandson <laughs> would have been sent if he didn't go check. I volunteer. Yeah, the, 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 the fact that he's doing it for altruistic reasons is probably the biggest and brightest flag at the moment. Yep. Oh, yeah. And this show that not a lot is good and sacred, except for Monkey. Because she got a booty and she girl, so she has to be good. Um, it still weirds me out that she's wearing just panties instead of an actual outfit. Yeah, I thought for the longest time that she was wearing trousers and really tall boots. And yeah. then I then she was moving around in the rabbit fight, and I was like, those are thigh-high stockings. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's a little weird that this 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 woman who her fighting style doesn't even necessarily need to be, hey, I need to be unencumbered from clothes. But they still feel the need to uh, fan service her. I don't understand. Well, I mean, they had to absolutely cement the waifu tier somehow. Yeah. And I guess making her run around in panties is one way to do it. I mean, they do seem to have some kind of weird costume dress code thing going on. Yeah. But I, I mean, I thought the I thought the complete fan service was just that was chicken. But apparently, yeah. we needed we needed full blown. <laughs> it was chicken of the studio. Yeah, it seems to be I mean, this. This is the whole anime girl trope. Every every one of them has to be. Speaking, uh, of, I don't think any of the females were wearing pants. No, because uh, Tiger's in a bikini, and thigh highs. So Boar was like Boar was wearing pants. She was wearing a long skirt. I thought. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was still wearing a long skirt. It was her top that was more so, hey, look at these gigantic boobs. Still, it makes me wonder if part of the costume dress code is women are not allowed to wear normal pants. <laughs> Just to piss oh, off. I all want the a women. pants. A decent pair of pants. Hey, it's twice in 48 hours you've been able to say that. <laughs> And have it make sense. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be any female's winning wish. I just want to wear pants. <laughs> Um, also, ra- that's Rabbit's Wish, too. I just want to wear pants. <laughs> oh, uh, Rabbit. It's the weirdest, greatest looking character I've seen in a while that I just want to hate. <laughs> All right. So, uh, ready to move on for Murderfest 2018? Yeah, I, 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 I think we've beaten the not dead horse. Yeah. So, uh, now we've beaten them. Now we have to go into recovery of an MMO junkie. Oh, this show, AKA the reason we were late today. <laughs> or what was it? A recommendation of a wonderful virtual life. Yeah. <laughs> has it on there. I'm like, how the hell is that? Like, it's a completely different title. What are you doing? Well, I mean, food wars is specifically an English language title. It's not actually called that in Japan. So yeah. Shokugeki no Soma. I I guess, but like my hero at least incorporates both my hero and Bokuno in their thing. So I don't, I don't know. That's weird. I wonder if like if it airs in Japan as recommendation of a wonderful virtual life, or if that's just the subtitle. Yeah, or yeah, because I don't, I can't read kanji. I can barely speak any Japanese. Um, well, because so, yeah, because yeah, I mean, like the Beck anime was subtitled Mongolian Chop Squad, so. Hey, they were made to hit in America. Yes, they were. All right. God, uh, if we ever do a nostalgic episode. <laughs> we have episode three, a mate like a maiden in love, and episode four, Secret Triangle. Uh we got the story of everybody else, guys. 
stuff happened. Yay! Oh. Uh, I knew the fabulous elf was a female. I knew it. I'm kind. I'm kind of sad, and but I know Japan and their weird relationship things. I was kind of hoping that it was still a. I mean, they never, though directly, they never said husband or wife. Yeah, but marriage this is true. But same-sex marriage isn't legal in Japan. Mm. This is also, I don't know. I don't know. We we can hope anyways. Maybe they're a married gay couple playing in America on a Japanese server. Yeah. Make them weeaboos. Make it totally <laughs> relatable. Uh, but either way, I and I love that they address things like one spouse playing on the other spouse's avatar. Yeah. Just because you're married doesn't mean you get to control his character. That's not fair. And also, I really love the fact that it's the super fabulous elf and the big guy. Yes. It's so cute. Like, those are always my favorite couplings when you have the total and complete dichotomy. It's adorable. Love it. I love it. And we got the fact that she is actually a, unlike uh, freaking uh, main, the main two characters, uh, the girl is actually just a college girl, <laughs> and she's really in love with Guild Leader Chan. Right. Speaking of which, we got confirmation on Guild Leader Kun. Yeah, <laughs> the kid from the convenience store. Yep. And they he actually went through like they didn't tease us for five episodes about oh I should talk to her about this game. No, they just went for it. Yeah. We we got confirmation. We got real faces of everybody except for um, fabulous elf and big dude. We just know that they're married. Uh, so that that's lovely. The fact that they're just like, yep, this is this is just gonna go. So I wonder if there's gonna eventually be a uh, at home con <laughs> going on, and all of them actually getting together in real life. Right. Super awkwardly staring at their feet, except for maybe the college girl. <laughs> Because she seems to be the one who is not as to- socially awkward. Uh, then again, I don't know Fabulous Elf and Big Dude, how they act in real life. But the rest of them are all social, super socially awkward. Also, can, can we just briefly address how wonderfully the series handles the stupid little minor things about things like online gaming, where like Big Guy logs in and the characters clip. Yes. yes. How can you see what I look like when you're standing in me? <laughs> or like when uh, when Sakurai gets completely boggled by um, by Moriko's story. Yeah. And Lily just freezes. Yeah. She doesn't blink. She doesn't idle animation. She just stops. Yeah. Like uh, Lily, Lily Chan, Lily Chan. Sakurai, not a dummy. Not a dummy. And for, you know, what, the, the, the fourth episode running, Koai-san. Yes. Best work, bro. Yeah, that was a real dick move, dude. <laughs> but that's the thing. It was the dick move with the purest of intentions. Yeah, I'm wondering if he's going to... Like, I wonder if he's going to flat out give her, give uh, Sakurai Moriko's number. And if it, right now he's just teasing her to be, uh, teasing him to be a bro. And he's like, yeah, seriously, here you go. 
but like every last bit of his actions in these episodes were were for Sakurai San's sake. Like yeah. he sets up the date so that they can go to it, and then he purposely gives her the wrong day so that, that he's not there for Sakurai to swoop in. That's right. This man is fucking brilliant. He is the god tier wingman. <laughs> They need to introduce him to this game and he will take it over. <laughs> oh, you, you know, that's a, that's inevitable. Now that they're giving uh, him a back backstory. He's going to get into this game. He's going to see Sakurai looking at forums or something like that. And like, I wonder what's going on with this. S- speaking of background, com- uh, something completely random, but something I have always enjoyed about this series from the start in the opening sequence when it's showing sakurai at his work desk that girl in the background who starts walking by and then completely nopes right the fuck around and walks back off screen because the boss is coming i love that i watched for it every single time I don't know who she is. I don't care to ever know. She is perfect in that couple of seconds she's on the screen. Just this show, like, I was not expecting a ton out of this show. And just, like, it just continues to grow and be amazing. And possibly my favorite show this season. Like, it's so comfy. It is this. It is this. It is. It is. Did it. Words. It's this season's Sakura Quest. You're like, oh, this seems fun. Holy shit, I'm getting attacked by feels. Yeah. Critical it, hit. It's a it's a it's a good fruit tart. Like it's light and freshing, and but at the middle of it is just so like there's so much going on in layers and layers upon layers, and it's so so good. Satisfying. It's and satisfying. the oh. and the little details of like the 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 emote bubbles. Yes. Uh, did you guys, I mean, this, this reminds me a lot of obviously a grown up version of, but I love, 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 loved new game. I don't know if you guys watched those seasons or not. No. Um, it is. I've a, heard it's real good, but it, I, 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 there are two types of anime that fully get me going. Like it's shonen and slice of life. Um, and new game is about a story of a girl who just gets out of high school and lucks into her dream job at a game development studio and dealing with all of the crap that goes on with being the new person at a game development studio that has made that it's like it basically, okay, you get out of high school and you go work at blizzard. And the characters are so good. The animation is great. Yeah. There's some fan service and everybody's a lesbian because there's no men ever in the show, but it's it's really it's really just a sweet thing that you actually enjoy. This is this this fits this role for me this season, and I like it better than New Game. And New Game was one of my favorite anime that I had watched. And also, gonna be so sad when this goes away because I have a feeling like I don't know how they're gonna stretch this out over. <laughs> more than just the, like the 12 episodes and i'm afraid once the 12 episodes happen we're not gonna get any more of it you guys i'm so yeah. afraid of it not getting a season two but here's the thing is like we had the uh um oh god the 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 yokai show josh with fluffy oh um 
like we had that and the one that we watched no i mean no. it was something carrie and i were watching on our own time um the, the most mo- mo- mono no we mono had K-on. that and we were like man how are we gonna find a show that makes us feel like this and then we had kobayashi san's dragon maid and we're like how are we gonna ever have something that feels like this and then we had soccer request and like just this collection of heartwarming shows but it's and not that's... just feels for feels sake like there's a plot and an underlying thing to exactly it. Like, yeah like well, there's yeah, some, there's some it. darkness in uh mmo junkie and i'm really waiting to see how that pays off yeah because they are they they finally start to hint at you know you know the real issues that uh morioka has to deal with like i want to buy this to get this but i have to tap into my savings so that means like there is a finite thing there that actually has repercussions. So <clears throat> like I, I want to see where like the flowers because just every like what happened with that, if they're gonna do the engagement thing or if they're gonna do what they're gonna do with that. Like I want to see more of this and I cannot wait for the inevitable Sakurai Moriko date where she just starts spilling her guts because she doesn't know how to uh control herself, apparently. Doesn't know how to people. Yes, and it's so relatable. Like, I'm not making fun of her on that one. <laughs> like, Carrie experienced this firsthand when she met me. Like, I'm sitting out of a, I'm sitting outside of a GameStop waiting for the freaking Switch. I've been there since 11.30 in the goddamn morning. <clears throat> and she just comes up to me, and I just head down. I, I think I said out loud, literally said, please don't talk to me. <laughs> No, you didn't. You didn't say it out loud or I would have left you alone. (laughs) I I felt like I felt like I said it out loud, but it's not because I didn't want to talk to you, but it's like, I don't know how to deal with this. And meanwhile, well, the funny thing is, is like I was sitting there, right? And I was like, okay, we're sitting here. Neither of us is saying anything. (laughs) This is really awkward. I'd better at least be nice and say hi. And then if he puts his headphones back on, I'll just leave him alone. And then, hey, look, here we are. Yeah, right. And I don't think I had headphones on back at all, back at all of the entire day. Like, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, and then, like, it was, and then you started bringing up the boyfriend thing. I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be even more awkward. <laughs> well, no, that, that's always my, that's always my safety net, just so that yeah. I know I'm not giving the wrong impression. Yeah, no. But, no, the, like, that just, I mean, that goes along with this. Like, it just. The, the awkwardness that is there and like you got this in Kobayashi too especially with uh freaking Fafnir <laughs> like I hate all people but now I deal with them and now I'm going to a con and the first time I go through I just hate my life and I just keep going back and I hate my life slightly less every time I go back to this uh yeah you're right though Josh there is some kind of underlying darkness and I can't wait to see it to just endear you further to these characters Uh, I really, I really want to see, I want to see the, uh, the, 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 the spouses. Yes. Yeah. I cannot wait to see fabulous elf and, and uh big dude. So I am going or whatever his name is. Yeah. But again, like at the beginning of the season, the beginning of the show, like the, the intro, you see like the characters of what they were before. I still wanted guild leader Chan to have the mustache. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Uh, anything else on Happy Fluffy MMO Junkie Time? Watch it. Yes. Or please. If you are not watching this, watch it now. More and more and more and more and more. 
Yeah, more and more, more and more and more and more and more and more. That that is something else I really like about the show is the people aren't super fucking dense. Yeah, like there, there's a little bit of density going on, but they're putting two and two together as it becomes relevant. Yeah, Sakurai's not going to wait until he physically meets her and she admits to what she's doing to realize that hey, this is Morioka. And also, I just also love that, like, uh, Guild Leader Son knows who everybody is, it seems like. Like, he doesn't know everybody in real life, but, like, he knows Lily's real gender. Mm -hmm. He knows that those two are married, and now he is lording it over Morioka. The sign of a good leader. Like, (laughs) he's just, he's, every character is really good. The more and more you meet them, like, it's just such a sweet and strong show. It really is. I'm really glad that we're getting we're getting a lot of really well written characters recently, yeah. um, who are more than their tropes. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I'm getting a text. Who <laughs> be texting me at eleven o'clock at night, yo? No, oh, thanks, GameStop, for letting me know the Xbox One X is out. Yay. Oh boy. Yay. I'm gonna get right on that one. Um <clears throat> well I mean if Microsoft sends us one, then maybe. Yeah, absolutely. If I if I get one, I'd gladly play it. There's a bunch of games that I would like to play. I'm just not gonna go buy one. That's not true. I'll probably end up buying a one S. The the cheap one. Because there are some good games out there. But this again, haha, gamer geeks doing your anime talk and us talking video games on anime shows. <laughs> It's right. appropriate. We're talking about the video game show. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> All right. So uh, time to move on into the second half of the show. Yes, which is going to be a whole lot of Dragon Ball Super and maybe a little bit of Magus Bride if you've watched any more of it because we weren't able to get caught up during wanna, Extra Life. I want to talk about the I, I just I still only watched the one episode because of the passport to Japan that um, we'll talk about that first. I watched the first episode of Ancient Magus's Bride because of the Passport to Japan contest that Crunchyroll was running. Uh, uh, the first episode of the OVA or the first episode of the anime? Episode one of the anime. Okay. Where he buys this sex slave girl and who is obviously a sex slave and um, and then is just like, yep, <clears throat> I'm gonna make you a wife. <laughs> It's just it's it's fantastic. Like he is such a sweet giant skeleton man, right? I really really cannot wait for the eventual, maybe long and drawn out explanation for why he has a fucking skeleton head. Yeah, it is kind of obvious. I mean, they've made at least without insinuating directly, they've made it kind of appear that that is his actual head. Like this is not just a person who is wearing a cow head. Yeah, that's just how he rolls. Yeah. I think he rolled poorly on uh, trying to summon a demon and wound up with a cow head. I, I do... mean, he is the Magus of Thorns, so there's yeah. got to be some... I mean, Elias does whatever Elias wants, like we saw with him walking up onto the stage. Yeah. You shouldn't come up here. Uh-huh, sure. Great you anyways. <laughs> you gonna stop Thanks. me? Um, though... <clears throat> um. Just shout out once again because we have not made any attempt to hide that we are huge fans of TFS. Have you guys watched the uh, anime FK, FF, MFK, FM, FMK that they did? For their not yet. Um, they talk about 
this show, obviously, and directly put it in, in a light of a proper BDSM relationship. And not not Fifty Shades of Grey BDSM, like an actual but real like, real BDSM. Yeah, a, a fully consent, lines drawn relationship where these people have, uh, uh, care for each other, but there is very obviously a dominant and a submissive in the relationship. And like, and uh, Scott goes on a tirade, who I think would probably be the most. Uh, he just strikes me as the kind of person who would know most about those kind of relationships. <laughs> and uh, he, he details out, you know, the actual loving, int- the loving parts of this relationship. And again, yeah, real BDSM relationships, not beat you, not possibly drop mad R bombs on you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't see it that way, but I, I only watched the first episode. So I'm going. I'm going to catch up before the next show. Um, so yeah, I mean, before we get uh, before we get to the next recording, I mean, I wouldn't even mind putting this on the rotation fully. Um, though I do want to talk uh, fate apocrypha fraca fraca uh, before when we get to the next do, show. Do, do, do. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely get more of the feeling that Elias is taking the lead because that is what he does. He is a very old being with a lot of authority and he's used to taking charge of things. And she is used to being thrown wherever the winds may take her. And so she's like, the winds threw me to this awesome, really nice person. Okay. And these these pixies seem to like me, and then they try. Oh God, what are you doing to me? Never trust the pixies. Also, the fact that he calls them neighbors—like they're <laughs> not spirits or you know monsters or anything like that—they're their neighbors. Yeah, that, that's just the neighbors. They're loud. Don't follow them. And when she follows them, uh, I guess she'll learn her lesson, or she won't. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But but you'll notice he didn't like directly save her. Yep. He like came she she breaks himself. out yep. of it by you know fucking up her own arm. Yep. And what does he do? He bandages it and mm-hmm. carries her home. And just the last scene of that when he, she's just in his on his massive chest, and him admitting that he wants to marry he wants to marry her, and that's how you end episode one, and that's how you end in episode one. By the way. And that's the thing is like you get a lot of his character in that moment because one, he's making his intentions very clear, but he does not say you are going to be my wife. I hope to make you my bride. Yeah. There is the implied fact that he is not forcing her, even though he purchased her. Yeah. And they kind of bring that up. It's like, do do it or don't, whatever. I'm not going to force you to do anything. And she's like, I guess you don't, I guess I really don't have a choice on this. He goes, eh, I guess not. But it, 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 obviously he strikes me and he proved it that if she's going to go off on her own, she's going to go off on her own. If he, let if, her make her mistakes. Yeah. If she, if, if she wants him there, he'll be there. I seriously doubt if she would have went into the, into the fairy portal, if he would have stopped her. He would just probably would he have raised hell going in to get her? Probably. Yeah, possibly. Um, I mean, at least... but 
I don't know. Like, and again, I don't know anything about other than the first episode. The insinuation is if she would have went in there to go and if she let if she chose to leave the world behind and go after the phase and become a pixie, he would just been all right, whatever. Moving on. Yeah, it's it's pretty clear that he didn't buy her with the intent of owning her. It's I want this person around, and in order to have her around, I need to get these people to let go of her therefore i will buy her yeah because she has the power and as a human that can actually see and feel magic and stuff like that so kind of weird like shin megami tensai world is this though that she's an actual just legitimate girl and then she's like all right i just don't care anymore and i'm gonna sell myself to slavery <laughs> yeah like where does one find out the routes for that because I'm fairly sure that's not going to be on Google for obvious reasons. Yeah. There's something going on with those slavers because she was literally about to throw herself off the school roof and they just showed the fuck up. Yeah. This They're is true. Magic. Magic. They care when Elias show up because, you know, giant 12 foot tall or however the hell tall he is. He looks like he might be somewhere in the like high six, maybe seven foot range. I'd say he's he's easily seven, like because he was standing head over shoulders over the uh, other man, and average Japanese man height is five foot four. So, all right, so yeah, I I, I loved it. I would I really and truly loved it, and um, because I've been doing this about shows that I enjoy, I immediately went and watched the dub of the first episode, and it's real good. This one's oh, really good. really good. Uh, I don't know the voice actor of Elias, but um he does he nails it really really well and there's only a little bit of auto-tune to his voice well, yeah because he, he does need to have a certain ethereal quality to him yep. and i don't think i mean it's not all the time it is pretty much when he needs to be authoritative in any way and that's the only time that they add that like add that little bit of auto-tune to him and it's obvious but it's not off-putting and it it like that's might also be just be intentional on his part as well, due to the fact that looking at the way he's made up, he probably can't speak without magic. Yeah. He is just a bonehead. He does not have lips. He doesn't look like he has much of a tongue, but either way, he's not going to be able to speak. Yeah. Without magic. At, at the very least, inherent biological magic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some some kind of weird magic is going there, and it works. It it worked out very well. Um, but yeah, great show. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And like I said, it works very well in in the dub as well. So I, I can't argue at all. Um, look, just up. just just wait until you see. No, oh, like I said, I, I am I am excited to start it. On it was it's just been. We've been busy lately. Uh, yeah, it's been real busy. And um, yeah, I just haven't caught up on it yet. And I am, uh, but that is, it is not an if. It is definitely a. Uh, a win. Yeah. Um, all right. Dragon Ball time. Dragon Ball time. Not quite caught up on this yet either, but I've been trying. Uh, Brian Mathis, by the way, Elias. Uh, and you would know him from Frick. Um, I'll look that up here in a little bit. Um, so episode 113 and 14, um, one, uh, the fallout of 
pretty much both of these are the episode six focus or the universe six focus after dealing with uh both hit and um kaba being taken out uh it is dealing with um khalifa and kale fighting goku and they're just kind of doing it like they're not no that just that sounded weird um <laughs> episode 113 is pretty much just khalifa like going toe-to-toe with him and super saiyan 2 versus super saiyan 2 it does come to a point where it's obvious that you know he is um you know that she's out of her league and but eventually again i'm a sucker for it the power of friendship kale shows up and goku's like yeah come on guys you guys work together. You might have a chance against me, and I'm willing to give you that. Because he's Goku, and he just wants a good fight. Yeah. Which concussion was it? <laughs> and, and, you know, he's like, all right, cool. And, and they fight together. And then, well, it's still more Khalifa. And then K- Goku just kind of manhandles Khalifa. And is like, Kale, come on. Seriously. Come on. You have to fight me, too. And then Khalifa's like, yeah, like. And she calls her. It's always been Onisan from Kale to Khalifa, and um, Khalifa hold uh, looks at Kale and calls her Onisan at the at as well, and um, the uh, the emotional spectrum runneth over in in Kale, and we get Super Saiyan Berserker again, <laughs> um. To a point where uh, it was so strong that apparently it knocked Kale's memory out and she or Khalifa's me- memory out and completely forgot that this person does not understand who Kay- Khalifa is in her berserker form. And she goes up and like, tries to give her a hug and Khalifa just grabs her hand and smashes her into the ground. <laughs> Whoops. And Goku's like, oh, shit, I really have to actually work on this one uh, because he also remembered that, uh, yeah, berserker is not exactly easy to handle. <laughs> they almost knocked me out of the ring last time. You you mean uh you mean Broly form? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kale Broly form. Uh it's called Super Saiyan Berserker in this one. Um though um I don't know if it was just a sub error, but uh Crunchyroll directly called to her the legendary Super Saiyan. Um whoops. Yeah. <laughs> and that was that's never been stated in canon. I, I honestly think it might have been a sub error. Um because every other time it was the sa- being the same words subbed as uh, Super Saiyan Berserker. <clears throat> um, but eventually, um, after uh, Khalifa, freaking names, <laughs> Khalifa uh, is like keeps talking to Kale and eventually uh, snaps Kale into place, and now she's Super Saiyan Berserker, but has full off has full. Uh, uh, full um, autonomy herself autonomy that's the word i'm looking for <laughs> so but that's that's kind of oxymoronic with berserker yeah uh and it does kind of and she's not as fast and she's not as strong and she's not as built but she is it, it, basically she is on par with mastered super saiyan 2 maybe even super saiyan 3 without the stamina drain um so I, I'd put it on there if if you count um, GT as a thing. It Berserker form is pretty much Super Saiyan four, um, without but, being stupid looking. Yeah, 
what? You don't like the furry vest? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and her out of her and her fa- with her and her faculty, she's basically Super Saiyan three without the uh, stupid Neanderthaling. Uh, but the two of them together make Goku go red, Super Saiyan God, and uh, <clears throat> then he knocks them out of the ring. And as they're falling, Goku kind of goes, "Huh, man, I really wanted to fight them more." And uh, you see a glimmer, you see a glint. And the two glints become one. And this fighter comes blasting out of the platform that was just knocked out of the ring. And you get the Patara fusion of Kale and Khalifa. I forget her name. I think it's, um, I think it's Khalifa. Um, um, and she pretty much manhandles Super Saiyan God Goku. <laughs> <laughs> And she's not even Super Saiyan yet. <laughs> well, I mean, fusion is a huge power spike. Yeah, so especially Patara fusion. Like this is this is Vegito. Like <laughs> I was gonna say, does that mean we get to see Vegito again? Uh, apparently, the uh, the no weapons rule doesn't apply to uh, the Master Roshi's Mafuba or Patara fusion earrings. Well, so they're not weapons; maybe, they're accessories. I guess. I mean, come on. If someone came at you with a rice cooker, would you think they were going to hurt you? Um, no, it's, uh, it was they, even they called it out. And, but then I was like, yeah, hey, it's cool. So we're going to let it go. <laughs> oh, um, freaking annoying. Yeah. Zeno's not a really good character um, for the old for the all God. It's a real bad character. Um, but yeah, she just it. But she looks really good too like the animation quality on this character is fantastic and she's not like hypersexualized. she's wearing pants <laughs> hear that Junie Tyson um because I was afraid she was gonna get like um <clears throat> a full-blown combination of um Kale's t-shirt dress and Khalifa's like uh, duct tape boobs and no it actually is a full blown she has pants on like uh, Khalifa has and a relatively loose fitting shirt a flowing shirt at least um, that at least you know shows the fact that she is a lady but without being like attached to her um, with Saran without, yeah without fitting like Arena's chef coat exactly uh, yeah it is it's it, not how fabric works no it's not fa- and they actually show like it flows like and just is fantastic and they don't even hide the fact that next episode she's gonna go super saiyan and it's the green super saiyan berserker so um Oof. yeah and uh even freaking uh jura they're freaking what the hell is name um yeah that dude he uh even he twitched out of his uh power nap oh jiren yeah, Jira, and he he twitched out of his power nap and was like, oh, wait, holy crap, there's another person I might have to deal with. Um, and uh, the the second bananas kind of got sidelined by this. Uh, Vegeta's like, holy shit, there's a massive power over there, and then Mr. Justice sucker punches him. <laughs> Damn it, Topo! <clears throat> Though we did get an interesting thing from Frieza in this. Frieza's just standing on a mountain of rubble just shooting finger beams at people. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's what he do. 
Yeah, he's just like he's literally he's doing kind of the boo thing where he's just like firing off randomly. <clears throat> and um eventually one of the uh, and, and uh, Dispo, the rabbit from Universe 11, is just like, yeah, I don't I don't really want to deal with this bullshit. Uh, so I'm not going to. And I'm out. Reason. Um, the the, uh, the police man over justice from um, Universe 3 shows up and freezes like, um, yeah, what? What <laughs> are you? Are you serious right now? Um, and then the three Saiyans show up before the fusion um the three th- the fr- three sh- saiyans show up and freezes like yeah i'm just gonna death ball these two and then deal with goku and goku's like no bad freezer this is my fight you're not allowed and freezes like fine you guys can kill each other it's fun to watch saiyans fight the silly monkeys killing each other um and then you of course get the uh frieza thing of uh as goku stands being doing his goku thing in front of frieza frieza holds up a finger beam and points at his head and goku just kind of turns his head frieza puts his finger down real quick <laughs> um i've been told i'm not a great friend <laughs> did, did they con- oh good no you go ahead uh and then they continue the fight the three saiyans go continue the fight and then the policeman of justice comes up in speed form quote unquote speed form after a pretty awesome transformation freezes just tails like some out of the out of the arena. <laughs> Looks like Team Rocket's blasting <laughs> off again. That's exactly what it was an homage to. It was it was very much so an homage of that. Like he does his pose and his motto and then freezes just like boink and then just he flies off in bad animation moves to the distance and then he just appears at the end. <laughs> Did they ever explain why they picked Frieza specifically for this? Because Goku's an idiot and could have picked much better villains, but he's an idiot and Frieza's relevant now. Yeah, it was Resurrection of X, F, not Resurrection of C. Yeah, and I mean, it's any of the any of the villains would have been better choice. I mean, obviously, Boo is not a villain anymore, but like they gave Boo a proper character arc Boo. in the session, and like. <laughs> And they did the stupid uh, thing of where he sleeps and won't wake up. Mr. Satan, blah, 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 blah. Cell's never even mentioned. Raditz still doesn't exist. Nappa's not there. Like, <laughs> To be fair, I'm pretty sure that Raditz has been just completely outclassed a long time ago and would have been destroyed instantly in this tournament. I don't know. And, he is Goku's brother. Like, it would not surprise me that, like, hey, hey, guys, remember I have a brother, and let's see how he's doing. Go down there, and he's like Super Saiyan God all over the place. <laughs> like, but let, can- let's be fair. Nappa is totally having the time of his his afterlife with Mez and Gauze. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. But I really want to see that. Like, I really want to go back down to Hiffle because I can't call it Hell. Um, only Jadenba's in Hell. The, the other two are in Hiffle. No, you you played the mature bumper. It's okay. <laughs> no, I don't want to call it hell. That's they don't exist in hell. They exist in hipple. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Those three are doing squats and running Squat around. Squat thrusts all over the place. And a uh, freaking blonde dude from the afterlife, the uh, other world tournaments there too. Like, <laughs> but like you could have picked so many other characters, and there was such a big push of getting Pycom back out there. And then, of course, there's Cell, who could have been a third Super Saiyan God, because I really wanted to see that happen. Like, I wanted to see Cell go red. Like, and then he turns Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, and he just turns into a big old Cell Jr. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the 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 
plot reasons behind Frieza is uh, he was relevant and they have to keep him relevant. <laughs> Marketing, as Masako says. Cell is infinitely more marketable. Uh, yeah, but they haven't had a movie after Cell for some reason. Still not sure why Cell hasn't gotten a movie. I mean, he wasn't even like the in the future of the history of Trunks movie. <laughs> like that's surprising. Yeah, like they did they they barely referenced Cell in the history of Trunks movie. Um no quote unquote movie. It was like an episode and a half. Um, but yeah, they barely referenced Cell and then but yeah. It, they they referenced him and then they show at the end of the movie the alternate timeline where they find uh where he finds the uh time machine and go back in time but yeah frieza is frieza and he's still there and he goes gold to take out super saiyan 2 apparently because that's a thing <laughs> but flicks team rocket policeman of justice away I like that guy's voice. That was fantastic. <laughs> he was he was Japanese Craig, and he was fucking amazing. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, that's this has been the first real episode of Anime Otaku Show, guys. Thank you for so much for hanging out with us. If you want, <laughs> you, thank you, Josh Care, for showing up. I guess it's only appropriate for somebody to miss the first episode. It was me last time, and now it's Justin. <laughs> Look, man, he's running as fast as he can with the toast hanging out of his mouth. Right. The, the butter. To- uh, the jelly toast and he's just going to run into a uh, salaryman <laughs> and we, we've got our buddy M-Beam in the chat yeah M-Beam, M-beam special M-beam. M-Beam cannon M-Beam cannon <laughs> squat 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 <laughs> oh, the squat thrusts <laughs> yeah boy drop the gang sign because you got him um all right, guys. So we'll hang. Thank you for hanging out, Josh Gary. Thank you so much for coming on again. I appreciate it. Surprised you're not tired of me yet. It's far more likely that you'll get sick of us first, CJ. <laughs> uh, I doubt that. <laughs> All right. If you want to email the show, you can do so. Geekioshow@gmail.com. All of our social medias are slash Show. If you want to give us a call, leave us a voicemail. You can do so. 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-Geek. Special thanks goes out to the amazing and talented Jonathan Young for allowing me to chop apart his attack on Titan cover for our intro. Um, anything else before we head on out of here? Not that I can think of. All's well that ends well. Oh, all these shows are legally streamable in the United States on Crunchyroll. Yep, there's absolutely a... Uh, MySpace.com slash Geek.io show. I should make a MySpace.com slash Geek.io show. Do it now before somebody downloads this episode and does it. Right? Hold on. I do say all the social medias are slash Geek.io show. So MySpace.com. I'll have one here in a couple seconds. All right. And I like how MBeam is now abusing his mod privileges by posting links in the chat. All right, guys, for myself, for Josh, for Carrier, for the ailing, but hopefully we'll feel better, Justin. Sayonara! Night! This has been a Geekio Media Network production. Are you so loud? Copyright 2017.
So you can sign up with with MySpace with Facebook. Poor Tom. Poor Tom. Poor Tom. Oh. At least I have you, Tom. <laughs>